Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm here with my co-host Lamia. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Nice rainy day here. How's the weather by you? Yep, it's it's disgusting out. <laughs> good movie day. Definitely. So you finish up all your Christmas stuff? Have you been enjoying your Christmas this year? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, I have not finished all my Christmas stuff. I don't even think I'm going to finish all my Christmas stuff. What do you mean, like shopping? I know you finished decorations, right? No, no, I didn't even finish that. You still didn't. Nah, you might as well just hold up the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't even finish my decorations at work either. I just, I started way too late, way too late. Usually it's right after Halloween and I didn't get to it until the beginning of like December, so. I think I told you, if I remember, like, but I know you was going on vacation that week. I told you you should probably start putting it up before you go on vacation. Yeah. But whatever. That's okay. That's all right. Prep better next year. Yeah, I got the tree up. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. The tree is you showed me the, you showed me your pictures and stuff from the outside and inside of your decorations. Trust me, for the, for for a lot of people, you already you have too much already anyway. Listen. There's a video, I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna show you. It's like a winter wonderland. It is insane and I want my house to look like that. Like, <laughs> they have fake snow on the ground. I mean, granted, it's just like fabric, but still. Oh, okay. That would be my dream. But, besides Christmas and talking about Christmas, we're here gonna do a Christmas horror movie review called Black Christmas, the 2006 one, which is my favorite one. I watch like twice a year usually. The original is very good also. The 2019 one, it's not so good. I didn't know that's your favorite one. Black Christmas, yes. I love the This the, the remake one. was? The remake one, 2016. I mean 2006, the one we did in tonight. It's my favorite one out of all three. Wow. The first one the first one is good. Don't get me I wrong, love but... the first one. I don't think anything has ever trumped it or come close. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> People go back and forth with the first and second one. But the reason I like the first one, I mean the second one better because the remake, I mean, because I grew up with the cast in it. That's why. I gotcha. So it's, um, it's more, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's that mm -hmm. my, more my time. And the 2019 one, I'm older than them, but it's a good cast of young people. But you know, the, I think the story, it was just, it wasn't, it was like more of a woman power thing. And a lot of people was giving hate on that, like yeah. politics and it wasn't. Not my cup of tea. I mean, if it's free, I'll watch it again. But, so we're doing 2006 Black Christmas. A lot of people's favorites with the first one. So the plot is basically simple. On Christmas Eve, an escaped maniac returns to his childhood home, which is a sorority house now. And then, you know, he begins to murder the sorority sisters that live in the house. Now, I was thinking about that and it just popped to me. Um, this kind of sounds like Halloween, but just on Christmas. It's like the Michael Myers of Christmas. Yeah, like, basically. Like, I just thought of that. Out of many times I watch, it's like he comes back every like Christmas Eve and do the same thing basically. So he's like Michael Myers. You know what I, you know what I while we're on this, what I, I put it as, it's like a, a mix between Halloween and there's a movie, I don't know if you've seen it, called Christina's House. No, is that good? Oh, I loved that movie. It's one that like always gives me chills because it's about, it's literally about somebody who escaped a psych ward and is living in the house and killing people off. Oh, okay. That sounds like The Boy, too. 
So it's was like, it, it's kind of like a matchup for me. Is it an old movie or like kind of up to date? Because you know me with old movies. <laughs> uh, Christina's House was 2004, I believe. Oh, that's fine. I could do that. So, yeah. Okay. Maybe I check that out if I could find it. It seems like I can't find anything no more. Struggling with movies. <laughs> so the simple, easy plot. So start off with the cast, which to me growing up, they was kind of popular back then. You have Katie Cassidy as she plays Kelly Presley. Kelly's like Delisa Lordy's sister. You know her from shows like Arrow, movies, the, um, Wolf at the Door, which is a decent movie, and one of my favorite shows in history, Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Love Supernatural. Michelle Trattenberg, she plays Marissa, a sorority sister. She's known for back then, as like I said, very popular shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sleepy Hollow, Weeds. Weeds was a good show. Yes, and 17 again. <laughs> and Lacey Calvert plays Dana. You know, she was known for, you know, all those teen movies back in the day, like another teen movie, Mean Girls, and a bunch of Lifetime Christmas movies now that Lamia told oh me she God. does. <laughs> oh, Homer, same thing. <laughs> they, no, the, they're not the same thing. You know why? Because Hallmark focuses on like the happy, like men levels no, of Christmas where hating. families are quote unquote perfect, and then Lifetime's like always drama. Yeah, they like they hate men that channel. Yes, they really do. <laughs> beat up by a man, raped or something, a man abusing you some way or another. And it's not like that on Hallmark. <laughs> yeah, Hallmark was more family friendly. Yes. <laughs> then we have Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Plays Heather Fitzgerald. She seemed like the the Richie stuck up bitch in there, but she's known for Final Destination Three, Birds of Prey, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Those are all the good movies I like. And Ten Cloverfield Lane with John Goodman. That was a good movie. Mm -hmm. Then we have Crystal Lowe. She played Lauren Heron. I call her just the alcoholic sorority sister. She's she's known for Wrong Turn Two, Final Destination Three, a little bit zombie, which is a fun zombie movie. We like zombies. And a bunch of Christmas movies too. Do you ever see a little bit of zombie? It's free now. It's either on Prime or Tubi. If you like, oh, oh, a little bit of zombie with the drunk chick from Black Christmas. I don't. I don't think I have. No. Yeah, watch that. You'll like it. You like? It's a fun zombie movie. If you like, I know. I think you said you like zombie. Movies. I love zombie movies. Then we have the old school Kristen Cloak. She plays Lee Coven. Like she's the sister that came back to look for her youngest sister. She was, of course, in Final Destination and Pretty Little Liars and Willard. Then I'm just going through the cast, but they had a real good cast. I got a couple of more. Then we have Andrea Martin, who played Mrs. Matt Henry. She was the house mother. Her biggest thing she ever did, which was a big hit in the movie there, was The Big Fat Greek Wedding 1 and 2. And Modern Family, that was a really big popular show with Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah. Love Al Bundy. Then Alifa Hudson, who played Kyle Autry. Known for Screen Queens and Rules of Engagement and other little sitcoms off and on here and there. Then, last and not least, we have Robert Mann, who played Billy Lenz. He played the 20 year old Billy Lenz and the 35 year old Billy Lenz. And he's known for, he got a decent little resume, Once Upon a Time. That was kind of a hit on TV for a while. The X Files, The New Twilight Zone, and Bates Motel series. Love that series. I never watched that, I heard it's good, but. Oh, yeah, it is so was, good. He was in there. That was one of his main things he did. So based off the story, we saw where young Billy Lenz, he grew up, you know, with a shitty alcoholic 
nicotine mom because all she did was like a smoke like a choo-choo train. <laughs> he was born like with a rare liver disease that made his skin and eyes kind of yellow. And his father seemed like a, I mean, he didn't go in depth into the father, but he seemed like a nice, caring guy that I don't even know how he was even with the mother, right? <laughs> and go ahead. No, go ahead. You're fine. Uh, okay. So long story short, it might be some spoilers in here. The mom, because she, she was cheating on the father, her husband, so had the, they plotted to kill the dad and Billy seen this and therefore, you know, besides getting sexually abused by his mother when he grew up, this all sent him to a topsy-turvy tailspin and he wind up being in a mental institution. Then Billy, at the, it seemed like it was his thing. Every Christmas Eve, he tells the guards he's gonna escape and escape and the guards like, yeah, yeah, well, every year Billy, every year Billy, but this year he finally escaped. Mm -hmm. And then, he wind up living basically in the walls of the sorority house where he grew up at. And you gotta think about it, seeing a little kid at this age, seeing his father be pummeled to death, then basically buried under the house by the mother and the boyfriend, and then locked him trapped in the attic. So you know he had psychological damage. So you understand why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. So long story short, it's Christmas Eve. A lot of weird things are going on in the sorority house. And, you know, they keep jumping back and forth from the from present to past. So they show Billy, you know, which I love, you know. First of all, the mother, like you said, was sexually abusing him. So because she, she seemed like she was she was she was horny for dick. Because the, the boyfriend at the time, remember, he kept falling asleep <laughs> in the middle of it. It was funny. And um, so so after Billy, all the mental and physical abuse he was getting from his mother, he actually just snapped at that time, killed the mother's boyfriend, and wound up killing the mother with, what, what was it called? One of the pin rollers? <laughs> yeah. He beat the living crap out of her, and then start, then took her skin and made Christmas cookies. Oh, so cringy. At least he still kept the Christmas spirit after all that abuse he was getting So cringy. <laughs> Anything else you want to add to it? Like what was going like like some of your favorite parts that was going on into the house? Uh, see. I mean, my favorite parts within this movie. Yeah, like after he started getting into the house and the sorority sisters, you know how they look. Because you know, um, the older sister came looking for her sister. Plus, remember in the beginning, something happened to her, but they found out she got killed. But they thought she was missing. The, the older sister, um, Lauren Hannon, came. No, what was the older sister name? Lee Colin, sorry. She came looking for her sister, and that's how the whole thing started. And because she was an old school sorority sister, and she goes under the Christmas tree and is like, see us do the same, do the same tradition, leave a bit, uh, gift here for Billy. But then it was actually a, a gift from Billy to them. And that's when she started hitting the fan. Oh, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> that part has just popped in my head. <laughs> yeah, that that's... Ugh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I did really love the gore in the movie. I think yes. that's my favorite out of the whole thing. I thought they really, you know, there's not many movies that I can say like I I genuinely cringe over, and this was one of them. Because they showed a lot. <sighs> they did, and. It... <laughs> It you know wasn't they even like they had crazy kills, because to me there was no crazy kills. It was no, like a repetitive thing. 
and exactly. it was cringy every freaking time. His kill of choice was the bag over the face and sticking the eyes and like eating the eyeballs oh. and shit like that. And they, the good thing is like they really you never see the kill really, but they showing it and you see the blood and the goo comes out and then you see like them ripping shit out and then eating it. Cause he had like jaws and eyeballs and shit. <laughs> yeah, the eye, the eyeball gouging. Like I could actually do with never ever seeing that again in any movie because <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> like it was. Well, that's always a good sign of a movie. Time. Yeah, that's always a good sign of a movie if it's making you cringe. Oh yeah, I mean, the, I have to say that. The, yeah, it really is. <laughs> It's a very rare occurrence, but this, this, that really hit it for me. Yes. So after they figure out the sister's dead, they try to make their escape. Um. So there was power throughout the whole neighborhood except their house, and they couldn't go to any neighbor's house because it was like what was it, Christmas break, so nobody in the other sororities was home. So they was there to defend for themselves, and you know the house mother and one of the other. Girls, they tried to make an escape, and they found actually the dead body with the head chopped off in the car and rolled off. And then thing, things started. I mean, I'm not going to go through death scene by death scene because if people that haven't seen it, I want you to enjoy it. So, but the kills are good, and it's like, you know, typical one by one, then basically towards the end, the survival of the fittest thing with, and I'm not going to tell you who died in it because there's a few people that survived at the end. and. You know, and it's a good fight to the to the finish. When they think Billy died, then next thing you know, he did, and, and then it's a back, it's back and forth, and it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about like how the movie like went from the killing to the ending towards how they went? So, because they went from the Sorority House, then they got to the then after shit really blew up and hit the fan there. There was a few survivors, and they made their way to the hospital. Yeah. Um, so when I'm when they to get to the hospital, way to word this. So when they get to the hospital, basically, the person, the two people that survived, she's in, one of them is in the bed. Then they think at that point Billy's dead because she, what happened at the house, which I'm not going to go into. He. And it's another, it's a, I forgot all about the twist part. Yeah, see, I think that's what just threw me off too, is I was forgetting that. And Like, do you want to talk about that part or you want to just let them see that for themselves if they didn't see that? Like I that think let that, that, let that be a nice surprise. <laughs> well, because, because that's a, that's a, like one of the main things. I don't want to give that. All the other little spoilers were just, wasn't bad, but this was like one of the main parts. So yeah, so I don't want to do that. So yeah, I can see how that threw you off. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. that, and that's definitely something you should let people see for their own. <laughs> yeah, I even got it written down right here. Ask Lamia, do she want to talk about that? Because <laughs> 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 so to remind myself not to say it, say it, because that is the main part. <laughs> and we're not going to go into the spoilers at the end too. What happened with Billy and the, some other people? But to sum it all up, it was a good movie. Awesome kill. Good blood and gore, good um, eye gook and everything into that. And it's a good little story. It's like people, like I said, people have their favorite. They have the original and they have this remake. 
And like I said, this is one of my favorites because this was during my time. I grew up with the people that was in this cast. So that's why I could be biased towards that. But I love the original too. So to sum it all up, you know, to me, I gave it out of five Raven Rings, I gave it three and a half Raven Rings. It's maybe three and a half of a half of Raven Rings because I actually really love this movie. And I actually <laughs> might watch it again before Christmas comes. <laughs> See, I'm at the two and a half to three star range. And now that for me is because I'm having a hard time not comparing it. I'm trying so hard to just see the movie as its own mm -hmm. because it, it, it it's like they took the premise of the movie and no, then it did. they yeah, did it did their exact. own thing. Yeah. See, as is the, as the other remake of this one, they did a whole to totally kind of basically different story. Yeah. So it's it's hard when the movies share like the same name to not compare it. And for me, I liked the mystery in the first one. Like they didn't know anything about the killer, really, you know? Mm -hmm. And in this one, it's like you could be his best friend. Like you know everything about him. Uh -huh. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe they did that different because they know if you've seen the original, like you already know you already know what happened and they just like go right into it. I figure they know who it is already, so just tell the story that way a little differently. Who knows what they write? How they write stuff and think about. But yeah, like I said, it, like you said, they took a lot from that movie, so it's kind of like a little bit similar as the third one's not. It reminds me of like Cabin Fever. You ever see the original Cabin Fever and then the remake of the Cabin Fever? It's exactly yeah. the same, almost word for word, except a different, except different cast. It's exactly the same. So I don't you know, know why they even did that. You know what the biggest thing for me is when they're doing remakes is when. They try when they when they go with a movie that I feel like was already so good, you know the the first Black Christmas like it was a great movie, great movie, and then they choose to remake the really great movies. Okay, but, yeah. but the difference with this, like I said, is they didn't do it like the same. You know, they they took the premise. But then they put in all those details. They they really did try to make it like almost its own. Mm -hmm. So for me, I that. feel like they should take really shitty movies. And we make them make them better. Exactly. Because then it's like, even if you, you fail at it, like, all right, the movie was shit to begin with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. I mean, do a shitty movie and you do a Shitty, like, like it's already shitty, so it ain't really my fault. But if you try to make it better and be like, this is way better than the, the, the original, and you come out looking like a hero. Yeah, and that's why sometimes it's so hard when it comes to remakes, and especially when people love movies so specific. Like, Evil Dead is the perfect example, like how much you love the remake. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a great remake, you know? It really is a great remake. But I'm so mm -hmm. hard set on the original Evil Dead and thinking it's perfection that I just, I hate, I hate when they do that. Like, why can't they take like the shittiest movie and just try to remake it? Yeah, I know what you mean. Something like, something like th this fucking movie I watched today called Krampus Orient is the biggest piece of shit movie I've seen. And I'm doing a podcast. I'm making a point to do a podcast, little review on that just to tell how people how shitty it is. <laughs> I might do that like a little snippet on my Instagram post. It's, you know, 
It's just one of those things. So it's so hard to not be biased when it comes to it. Because like I no, said, don't get me wrong, this this was a good movie. It's no, but just, that makes sense. Like what it, you said, like do remakes of shitty movies and make them better or try to. Right? But like, you can't be doing like cl- classic movies like trying to do the craft. Everybody loves the craft. Why would you try to continue that? That shit was the biggest piece of shit. Continuation <laughs> of a movie too. And I, 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 I watched the first 10 minutes. I turned it off. And I always give movies a chance. And I couldn't do it. I like, this is embarrassing. It, it, yeah, honestly, it's like... Uh... It's like you'd be doing ginger snaps. Come on, everybody loves ginger snaps. You can't do that and make it shitty. It's stupid when they do that. It really is. It just... You know yeah, what I did yeah. find out about this movie, which I thought was cool? What? Um, the director... His name is Glenn Morgan, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually played in a, a movie that I really liked, which I completely forgot about upon like looking stuff up on this. Have you ever seen the 1986 movie Trick or Treat? A long time ago, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even remember one second of that, but I know I've seen it, but <laughs> I got to watch that again. But of course, being a horror comedy that is got Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, yeah, that's right. He plays the best friend in that movie. So that, for me, was a really cool little fact. A little thingy. You know, I got excited when I saw it. I I mean, I haven't seen that movie and I couldn't tell you how long, but it was neat. Okay. That's a good fun fact. Yeah. Or or, or is that an Easter egg? I forgot what they call it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if that's an Easter egg. The way I interpret Easter eggs is like, like when we were watching the um, movies on Netflix. What were those again? Um, the Fair Fair Street. Yes. When they pay homage to certain movies, right? Yeah, when they yeah. do that, or like when you're watching that movie and they're nailing like the nineties per se with like blockbuster movie cases and stuff to me, that's oh. like an Easter egg. Like when you see little things like the other movie you was talking about, um, we, 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 some in the darkness, with the eighties vibe and the concerts and the way they were yeah. dressing. Yeah. Like that. And okay, like pinpointing specific concerts, like concerts. anyone who's watching a movie like that and, you know, they're not about those concerts. They would yeah. never know, but people who actually enjoy that kind of music and, you know, remember specific shows because of specific details. So when they nail the facts on it, it's like, wow, that was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's doing their research. Yeah. It goes a long way in movies. It really does. That's a good way to get, you know, everybody, everybody's attention, if you would. You know what's another good um, Christmas movie? I think you told us that you told we were supposed to do it, but we just got caught up and forgot about it. But I think we probably should do that movie, Dead End. Oh, yeah, that's right. With Ray Weiss. I love that guy. So mm-hmm. we, we should watch that if we're able to. But, like, to put you on the spot real quick, just real quick, you don't have to go into anything. You, you can name, you got the top three horror Christmas movies you like. Like they don't have to. You don't have to sit there and, and think. Like it has to be right. Just like off the top of your head, like three or five. Like I could think of like, I mean, there might not be everybody's. Like one of my favorite ones is 
a Christmas horror story, which I'm still trying to find so I could review. And then um, uh, this one, Black Christmas, and the the Krampus, the twenty was it twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen Krampus, the ones that came in the theater. I love that movie. Um, Dead End, the one we I want to watch, the one you suggested that I like. Damn, I haven't watched that in two years. That's one of my favorite movies too. As an older one, and um, there's one more I really liked. What's the name of that? Uh, you know what it is? It's um, it's another Krampus one too. It's three Krampus ones, but I forgot which one is like a billion Krampus ones. This is say Krampus. <laughs> another Krampus. <laughs> See that? That's yeah. it too. I definitely have um. Too many. Well, I mean, for the Krampus movies, I couldn't even pinpoint to you which ones they are. And yeah, that's, that's what sucks, too, because, <laughs> because it's like trying to find it and watch it. And then I have to wait until I'm watching it and be like, oh, wait a minute. I really, eh. Yeah, because I, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just. No, asking. the only two Krampus movies that stands out to me is the one from the movie theater, the one they did, and the Christmas Horror Story one. Those, like, to me, are the best two that I've seen. Because there's a lot of shitty other remakes out there. Oh, and Mrs. Claus. It sounds stupid, but it's actually a good B-horror Christmas movie, Mrs. Claus. I'm going to give that Mrs. one a shout out. Yeah. Don't watch um, Krampus of Origins. It's the biggest piece of crap. I'm telling you. Oh, that's the one you just watched, right? Yeah. <laughs> so for me, um, one of my favorites just happens. To, well, I mean, it's not entirely newish i think it was like 2017 or so have you ever seen anna in the apocalypse i went to watch it and then i found out it was a musical that i didn't watch it because i have to be a movie even though i, I watched loved it. i watched a lot of musicals but i gotta be in that mood you know what i'm saying yeah it's, it's like for me slow paced movies i know i want to watch it but i gotta be in a certain mood of that day to watch it i just well, need to watch it let me tell you, when you get into a mood for this, please watch it. It's on Pluto it's a, TV and Pluto It's a Christmas Story. horror? Huh? It's a Christmas comedy musical horror, right? Yeah. It... <laughs> We're going to watch that today because I have nothing else to watch. So it's on Pluto. I'm not sure how you actually get it. That's the only place it's on. There ain't on nothing else? No, I don't right. think so. I'll look it up. I'll find, see if I miss it. I'll find it. If not, I'll find something else. Go ahead. But, but definitely that... <sighs> That is such a fun movie, and I highly recommend it. Like, musical or not, like, it's really, it's good. Okay, um, so I'll try to find it. Then definitely I have to go with Gremlins. Gremlins. Oh, I forgot the older movies. Forever will be my favorite. Like, I just, it, it, that one for me screams Christmas, everything about it. And it's just, it's it's a lot of fun. Maybe I watched it. I haven't seen that in like decades. Yeah, you should. I think I think Gremlins is actually available on like HBO for streaming. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Um, another one which I don't think I don't know if it's actually considered horror. This one is a more relatively new one. I had fun with it. I saw a lot of mixed reviews, but I personally love Mel Gibson. But he um played in a movie called Fat Man. I heard of that. I had fun with that movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was I thought it I thought it was a good movie. Like I said, I don't know if it was horror. 
um, it might actually be more, I don't know. There's definitely some comedy in it, but from what I see, they're saying it's a fantasy comedy. Okay. But I it's, a lot fun, of people... it's bloody and it's definitely worth it, especially around this time. Uh, okay. Um, so that, that's a lot of movies. I thought you were going to be like, Nah, I really have that many. <laughs> you like just I didn't them out. have many. It's Anna and the Apocalypse, Gremlins, and Fat Man. I mean, oh, there's a Krampus know. one, but I, I don't know which one it is, so there's no point to even try and figure it out. You didn't like the one from the movie theater? The one that came out, what was it, 2016? 2017? Um, I think 2015 might be the one that I like. Okay. Because that was a good one. I like that. It was fun. I Happy think that's the one. Like I said, I get so confused with all of them, but that's the Krampus one. He's in that big ass Santa Claus suit and he's jumping from roof to roof with those big yes. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the one. That's the one of my best. Yeah, that's the one. I love that one. Yeah, Actually, that's yeah. Fun. I'm gonna watch that. See, and now now I'm thinking about these other movies, but Jack Frost too. That's a good one. I loved that one. I haven't seen that in so long. And somebody on Facebook in my horror group told me you should watch that again. And like I can't remember a second, so we'll be like watching the new movies, or maybe I watch stuff like that. Wait, but which one is that's the one with Michael? Who's in that one? Wait, the what? Is that Michael Keaton in that movie? Who's in that? Who's in that movie? Jack Frost. Well, they have the core Jack Frost from like '97 or '96 or something. Okay, which one are you talking about? That's, I, I don't know. No, that's the one I like. That's the horror comedy. Of course, yeah. I love the normal Jack Frost too with Michael Keaton. Oh, okay, see, I was thinking about that one. So, yeah, I, I want to watch the horror one. Who's in? Who's the star of that one? What in the horror one? Yeah. Oh God. No, but no, but I'm thinking. I'm thinking about Michael Keaton. That's the one I was thinking about, and that's not the horror one, right? No, no. Shannon Elizabeth is actually in the horror comedy Jack Frost. Oh, uh, okay. Did she? Did she show boobs? <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't the most remember. That's the, that's the most important question of the movie. <laughs> it's been a long time for that. Okay. <laughs> but no, both Jack Frost to me are like, they're really good movies. And the one with Michael Keaton, it's just a tearjerker and it kills me every time. He's actually okay. been mentioning watching it soon. It's just, it breaks my heart. <laughs> okay, so I don't want a tearjerker. So I'm going to watch the, the old Jack Frost. And I might watch the Krampus from the rooftop one. And then I'll look for Hand in Apocalypse for tomorrow and Gremlin. So, all right, I got movies for the weekend now. Definitely. Yeah, the Jack Frost horror comedy, I'm pretty sure it's on Tubi, too. Okay. And then, all right. So maybe if you want, we can watch one of those movies tomorrow if you want then. Yeah, sure. All right. But that's a wrap-up with our Christmas talk, our Christmas edition of Black Christmas 2006. Go watch it, see it. Islamia and I gave out some of our favorite Christmas horror movies. So, hope you go watch, listen, and enjoy. And to follow us on our Instagram, on my handle is Ravens underscore horror. And our podcast is Ravens underscore house of horror. And Lamia's Instagram is at weird underscore chick. 
underscore 88. She always gets my tongue tied. <laughs> <laughs> and link to our podcast is in the bio. So hope you enjoy. Myself, Ravens, out. Have a good day, Lamia. Thanks for joining. You too. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.